Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back, everybody. Game That Tune in the house. The uh, the internet's one and only most fantastic video game music guessing game show is coming at you. And man, this is a, this could be a great night. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we are going to try to guess some video games. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess the games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays a bonus tune. And in the truly uh, most Johnny of fashions, last week's winner was John Zero Points Regan. Um, oh, yeah. And so he got to pick the theme for this week's episode. The theme is not shenanigans. So, Johnny, uh, tell everybody what the theme is for tonight's fantastic uh, fantastic episode there. Well, I've always really been into, like, you know, gems and emeralds and things like that, like the Chaos Emeralds especially. Uh, so I went with gems. Gems, crystals, emeralds, anything that is um, shiny and possibly made of a rare stone. Gems. You're not really supposed to tip your hand that hard at the beginning, John. Like, we all know you love the Chaos Emeralds. You don't have to say it before you play the Sonic music. I mean, seriously. Like, just, you know, why don't you just give yourself, you know, give us all a hat trick sound right now. I'm kidding. Don't do I, it. I have a bold <laughs> prediction mm. that Johnny picked a baseball game because of the baseball diamond. Ooh, see, I don't believe Johnny knows that baseball is played on a diamond-shaped field. So, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, <laughs> see, you, 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 yeah, you overestimate Johnny's interest in sports. Johnny's I, interest oh, in sports. Is there such that. a is there such a thing as a soccer diamond? Ooh, yeah. See, that thing is is a pitch a gym. Uh, I don't think it is. Yes, <laughs> sure it is. Yeah, see, oh, see, in that would also countries. be the other thing though. We could have gotten like a, like a volleyball type game, maybe like an Olympics game because they take place in a gymnasium. Uh, just saying, Johnny. Uh, uh, yeah, we went to high school together. I didn't spend much time in the gym, but uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, maybe you just had a rush of memories, and it's like, oh, that's you know, good. I should, I should fuck the theme up in that way. Pick a pick a basketball game or something. You know, maybe you know, hoops. You know, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, you know, we got games with gems. Um, you know, with uh, as Johnny said, precious stones and uh, you know, rare. Uh, rare earth elements and what have you uh it's it's gonna be a great show we uh you know i don't know it it, it could be uh, there's so many possibilities with this theme it could be you know gems you collect you could be i'm trying to think of a game in which you uh you know you're like a treasure hunter you know or uh you know the, uh, whatever the possibilities are endless if uh, <laughs> if, if there's treasure in the game most likely you're gonna come across a gem at some point so I think uh, I think we got some potentially fantastic games, and yeah, we got uh, we got five great games. We got a great fan request, I assume, and uh, you know, really, we just got to start the show off, John. So uh, let's see, just uh, 
throw us all in your rock tumbler, plug it in, and let's just see what shakes out for game one. Game one.
What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, man. Jesse. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What Jesse. was that? <laughs> Are you me? <laughs> what is this? Do, do we have a Freaky Friday situation? Did you and Johnny fucking bump heads or something? <laughs> Almost. I, I must have got one of his essences inside me. Yes. <sighs> All right, so um, <laughs> this game, <laughs> this game was initially released in 1992 for the PC on a series of 3.5 floppy disks, with a later release on CD-ROM, which added improved sound effects and the voices of the actors who played on the show. I think this guy's keyboard broke and his ke- like a key got stuck down. Johnny, stay out of the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of the Discord. It's, a, it's only one John allowed. <laughs> okay, Johnny said Super Mario. That's uh, highly incorrect. David is still writing feverishly. 
and he has written Star Trek the 25th anniversary and uh, pretty much that's what John said that Star Trek game you streamed those are both correct it is Star Trek the 25th anniversary for the computer cool for a second I thought this was Star Trek Wrath of Gems which is a mobile game oh yeah Um, that I know of because my wife is a huge fan of that game. And then you're like, this game was released on 3x5's floppy disks. Like, okay, <laughs> it's not that. Right. It's an early mobile game. Back when <laughs> mobile phones yeah. came with floppy drives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that all plugged into your cigarette lighter in your truck. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were the days. This is really not that convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go inside. <laughs> Ugh, so um, sucks. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Star Trek: The Twenty Fifth Anniversary, and it's uh, a point-and-click adventure game, which I typically is not my jam at all. But when you say Star Trek with the original series voice actors, you get me a little intrigued, and um, it's it's pretty fun. Like as far as hearing the you know the actors from the original Star Trek, like William Shatner and, and Leonard Nimoy, like, you know, uh, hearing McCoy giving Spock a bunch of shit all the time. That's always fun. Talking about how, you know, hey, uh, you know, demons had pointy ears and uh, don't Vulcans? <laughs> I mean, McCoy's burn. a giant racist, I guess. But... I was going to say, burn on your whole race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck Vulcans <laughs> and you green-blooded bastards. Ugh, um so that's like the main draw for this for me, because like I said, adventure games are kind of hit and miss with me, because especially because there's a situation in this game, too, where you can fuck yourself over. And if you didn't save at the right time, you just have to start the whole game over again. Whoa. And so, yeah, like, OK, let's see what you would have done. OK, you you show up on a ship that's been taken over by pirates or whatever and you go into the brig and you see nine crewmen from the ship are in the brig. Do you A, try to get them out or B, look around and see if there's any kind of secret traps inside of the brig? Well, I mean, when you say it like that, I'm going <laughs> to go with the off-the-board answer of C. I find the, uh, find the captured captain. I tell him, look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah. Um... But no, uh, so there's traps all over the brig, and what, they all die, and you have to start the game over? <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't realize that. I just went over to the, the pad and started like, oh, I'll open this up and talk to these guys. And when you do, fucking an explosion happens, and they all die, and then McCoy's really fucking upset. He's nice. like, Jim, you just killed nine fucking people. I don't think the Federation is going to be too happy. <laughs> and, uh... But I mean, He's like, does it then reveal that that was all a simulation? Like it was a whole like Kobayashi Maru, but like <laughs> no, involving not the Kobayashi a, a bunch Maru. of hostages or something. Like, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> you need to reassure the hostages, but you also need to stop them from blowing up, Jim. You can't, the, I don't think the, you can win this one. <laughs> like, hmm. Yeah, that's what I was sitting there wondering. It's like you know, here are your options: Do you a try to rescue them, or b look around to find hidden traps? Like, what do you expect from me, Jesse? Damn it, man. I'm a doctor, not a puzzle solver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, when you're playing as Kirk, I tried to fuck the machine first, you know, because unfortunately baby. you can't try to fuck anything as Kirk. Mm. Um, however, 
Uh, whenever you I talk to, that, like, people. <laughs> Go ahead, that, David. I wish, that, special I wish that was an option. Like, everybody has their special action. Like, uh, Spock has analyze. Bones has, like, a medical heal thing. <laughs> and Kirk's is just fuck. <laughs> Press F to fuck. No. <laughs> now, he does get some weird uh, dialogue options. Because, like, when you talk to people, you usually get, like, two or three different options of things to say. And some of the options you get are just Kirk just being such a douchebag. Johnny, where you play Rude K. Oh, there's clips. Yeah, let's see. Here it is. You're wasting the time of a starship capable of destroying this planet with campfire stories. No wonder you were dumped out here in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Harsh. It's like, holy crap, you just threaten this planet? (laughs) Like, they're seeing like a... Like weird demons and stuff, and uh, I guess you can say that instead of you know ask for more information, which is kind of fucked up. It's, just, um, it's funny. Like your planet's boring to me. Say something, or I could blow it up any minute now. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn. Okay, dude. Fine. 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 Okay, I'll tell you a better story. <laughs> um, I like having the options of ask for more information or threaten planet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Can you the, old, hit, uh, the old Alderaan option. <laughs> 420 bones. Captain, the floor on this planet is very interesting. I wonder how useful it may be for medicinal purposes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like, bones then, uh, sounded a little old there. <laughs> well, yeah, this was a 92. Yeah, you know. it was the 25th anniversary. You got to remember. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't cherry um, pick these lines from the original show. He's. Uh, He's an old man. He's got glaucoma. He wants to check out that natural flora. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> can make some medicine out of this shit. Damn and, it, uh, Jim. I'm a stoner, not a doctor. <laughs> and, at, and at one point, uh, <laughs> Spock gets in touch with his human side. You had a... Uh, I forget what I called that one. Uh, I remember my mother trying to tell me jokes when I was a child. Now, I finally understand them. How many admirals does it take to wire in a logic transmogrifier? <laughs> What's the answer? Is there a punchline? no answer. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I need closure on that! <laughs> the ultimate cliffhanger. Oh. But, like, um, you, you, like, can beam down to planets and stuff, and you get a red shirt that goes with you. And in the first mission, the red shirt fucking dies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, they knew the audience. Like, yeah, they, it, it's really cool. <laughs> uh, like, you have to, like, blow up these rocks near this door. And Spock's like, make sure you shoot the top one, because otherwise they could come tumbling down. So you shoot the top one, and then one of them fucking falls, and the red shirt pushes Kirk out of the way, and it just crushes him. And then uh, McCoy's like, Jim, he's dead, you know. <laughs> I would like it if the game had, like, uh, expendable resources like in Animal Crossing you craft things and then they break on you except it's just the red shirts like you have a stack of like five red shirts but one of them yeah. has to die as you use them it's just like uh, cool. it's like Star Trek Pikmin who's <laughs> heavy red shirts <laughs> yeah. throw them oh at God. the problem <laughs> you just park running around with like 20 red shirts behind him and he Come on. points and they all just run out and just get some kind of giant monster alien eats them. I'm in favor of it. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Um, or given that it was uh, 90, given that it was 1992, it would more likely be like a Star Trek version of Lemmings. So, Oh my God. You're yeah. just <laughs> leading all the red shirts to certain death. <laughs> but, 
and there's space battles and stuff. Um, we were on the bridge, and you gotta, like, tell Scotty to repair stuff, and, uh, have Sulu activate the shields, and tell Chekhov to get the phasers going and stuff. Um, like, for, you know, a 1992 PC game, it was pretty cool. Um, like, even with some of the, you know, you know, getting stuck, if you just, you know, get a fac and save at the right times just in case, um... It's kind of enjoyable if you just want to hear uh, classic Star Trek, you know. I feel like William Shatner might be um, kind of, uh, what's the word, like mailing it in just a little bit. What? No. But like Leonard Nimoy seems pretty on point. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, I like- this was this was just the time period when he was kind of regretful. Like he hated people, you know, oh, it's Captain Kirk. And he's like, I did other stuff. Like. I was T.J. Hooker, or uh, yeah. I saw a gremlin on the side of a plane. And, uh, say, you saw the Twilight <laughs> Zone. I was in that weird Spiders movie. <laughs> I think they said mailing it in, because that sounds even more disconnected than phoning it in. Yeah. Because, well, like, phoning it, in, phoning it in, you still have to, you at least have to, like, be there in real time. But mailing it in, no, you do it, you put the stamp on it, you're done. <laughs> you know, it's a shame, Johnny, that you bring that up, because it really highlights the fact that Jesse didn't say beaming it in. Well, that wouldn't have made any sense. Uh, Jesse, since when does this show have to make sense? <laughs> yeah, That's a good it, point. I guess, yeah. Because the phrase, of course, is beaming, beam me in, Scotty. That's it, right? Uh, yeah, beam me in, Scotty. <laughs> beam me in. Yes. Beam me into that butthole of yours. <laughs> oh. Not what I was thinking. I was just trying to get the quote slightly wrong. <laughs> oh. I, well, well, I gave it full power, Captain. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was that he never actually did say beam me up, Scotty, on the show. I thought that phrase never actually was uttered. I think no, right. it was... Um, Beam us up, Mr. Scott. Yeah. Yeah, they call him Mr. Scott most of the time. Okay, that's got to be a Mandela effect. At no point did he say, beam us up, Mr. Scott. What the fuck? I think yeah, no, no, it, pretty it's sure just like Luke, I'm your father. Like, we all remember it. We all remember it very wrong. Listen, as someone who's watched no episodes of Star Trek, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I know the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to be the one to, you know, actually you guys on this one, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to counter your actuallys with my own actually. I'm pretty sure I know Star Trek pretty well. Oh, oh my god. I, <laughs> I don't what know show how is I feel this? about that statement. <laughs> hmm. Wow, that's just really fucking... <laughs> Had Game a fucking warp two. core breach right there. <laughs> I, I was right about Anyways, to hear. Anyways. I'm sorry, were you wondering. waiting for me to say something? <laughs> <laughs> so no one has asked what kind of crystals or anything. Or, or hey, yeah, that's or actually a really gems. good question. Well, Is it ty- Tiberian crystals? No, dilithium crystals. Oh, okay. That's what I powers got my... the warp core in the in the... The Enterprise. Oh, I got my random sci-fi crystals mixed up. I was going to say that it's not what the uh, Fortress of Solitude is made of. No, no, no. It's uh, a dilithium. Okay. I think think the Fortress of of... Solitude is just made of crystals. Okay, so yeah. yeah. (laughs) Seemed like a safe Like It's not a specific kind. It's just crystals. Just crystals Wait, and there's just Marlon Brando there. It's not important what it's made of. Or I thought the Fortress there. of Solitude was a Superman thing. Was it also a Star Trek thing? It was, it was in Superman both, thing. John. <laughs> Wait, oh. no. There's no Fortress of Solitude in Star Trek. Listen, man. Oh, God. I, yeah, 
I don't get my 70s Could... pop culture crossed up very often. I'm pretty sure the Fortress of Solitude was in both Star Trek and Superman as one who's seen both of these things. I'm pretty sure Captain Kirk says beam me up Scotty while he's in the Fortress of Solitude. Says it to right. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando <laughs> played Scotty. <laughs> now all I really, really want is for there to be a movie with both Shatner and Brando. Yeah, dude. God. Yeah, we'll work on that. Him that movie level. crushed. <laughs> Especially yeah. uh, 1970s Brando. I think that opportunity has passed, David. Yeah. <laughs> Much I don't like know, Brando. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of technology out there. We can do it. Something involving crystals, maybe. You know, maybe we grow them or something. We, we grow a new crystallized Marlon Brando. You really uh, yeah. don't want to beam back Brando. <laughs> you need uh, to use multiple. Uh... Never mind. I was about to do a fat joke, and I was like, I'm a fat. I was. I'm a fat man myself. Why you were about to do a, a fat joke on Marlon Brando. Yeah. How dare you, Jesse? <laughs> Maybe wow. I should look in the mirror before I start. You know. Oh fuck. man. Well, yeah, before oh, Jesse could you imagine really embarrassing surprise? Could you imagine the crew of the Enterprise beaming down on an exploratory mission on Dr. Moreau's island? <laughs> I think then they would just destroy the planet. Like, yeah, this stuff's exactly. way too fucked nope, up. You know what? Fuck it. We're... Yep. Be like, yeah. Beam us back, Mr. Jorel. This is this planet is finished. And yeah. <laughs> can't have we met Val Kilmer, we're 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 done here. Nuke it. Nuke it from orbit. Um <laughs> Anyway, Jesse, anything else on Star Trek 25th anniversary? Again, something uh, I think all of us remember every reference and we're getting all of this correct. I always forget that, like, I think David is kind of a little bit of a Trekkie, but I always forget that, like, you and Johnny aren't, like, don't know much about Star Trek. And it always blows my mind every time. But There's only one Kirk in my mind, baby, and his, he's played by Chris Pine. That's, that's all I got. Oh, I thought <laughs> so. you were going to say Kirk Douglas. Oh yeah, rest in peace. Um, yeah. No, I just yeah. Wait, I, that's Kurt Douglas. Never mind. No, it's Kirk Douglas. Oh, is You're it right. Kirk? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I did not watch classic Star Trek of any sort. Uh, you know, not to not to bag on your thing. Just that's all right. Wasn't my thing. <laughs> but that you know the the Chris Pine Star Trek movies, I find them just fine. So I've watched those. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, before I really shit all over something you love, uh, Johnny, beam us, uh, beam us forward into the next game, Mr. Game Regan. two.
This is the first, and so far only, 3D game in this series. Gentlemen, who has guesses, who has answers, who has penis drawings? I got an answer. Alright, let's see him. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, John Harrington says Chris Rock Adventure. We'll check with the judges. Um, Jesse says Bubsy 3D. Sadly, incorrect. And John Regan says Wario World. Uh, judges? Oh, no. You know what? We're going to give no. John Harrington no. a point. That's two no. correct answers. <laughs> it's not, though. I, I really I was struggling to place it. Uh, judges, yeah. remove that point. John Regan is correct. Thank you. <laughs> oh, See, I like Love- the fact that we can do that bit now that we have special sounds. Love those new sounds. Um, yeah. Fuck. I, you know, there was... Somewhere in my brain, it was not triggering my Wario senses. They weren't tingling at all. I'm, I'm a little pissed. It's like, those songs were sounding hella familiar. It sounded <laughs> like well, Donkey Kong stuff. See? It's you know, funny that you say there. 
It's funny that you say they're hella familiar, because the second song is Greenhorn Ruins, which was remixed and used in Wario Land Shake It. Mm -hmm. And the third song um, is Greenhorn Forest, which got a DDR Mario Mix remake, um, which I believe we used in the background when discussing Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix, because that song, but sped up, is a fucking jam. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, this is the source game. It's Wario World. That it, it explains perfectly why I fucking recognized those and did not recognize them because I love the soundtrack to Shake It, and the soundtrack to Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix gets requested for GTT Radio way more than you might think. <laughs> and uh, you know, so yeah, you know, good chance I've heard those repeatedly and did not make the connection because I'm so ashamed I never played Wario World. Did anybody else not play Wario World? I did not play Wario World. I did not play Wario okay. World. I was going to say, Johnny, you, you don't have to answer. I know you didn't. I am Spartacus. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Wario Sparta World Chris? is... That's the worst Chris there is. <laughs> <laughs> um... Wario World is kind of like an overlooked gem. Uh, this came out on the game. That's, that's... Hey. Yes! You get I it finally when, got one. You get it when you don't try, David. <laughs> you know, just let it flow, baby. Um, and I'm not saying that because of the theme. Uh, I chose this because of the theme because it's a WarioWare game, or it's a Wario Land game. So you're like collecting gems, and the main, the whole plot of the game is you're Wario and you're chilling in your giant castle that you've stolen. Um, and then a black diamond that is an evil like demon comes out, kicks you out, destroys your castle, so you have to go and collect red diamonds to get power to beat the diamond up and get your castle back. It's a very strange game. Um, Most Wario games around, are. <laughs> yeah. But you're going around, uh, your castle's divided into four sections, and you're just beating up enemies and collecting diamonds and gold. And this game, it was developed by Treasure, and it's sort of a hybrid of 3D platformer and beat-em-up. So, like, you're going through, like, platforming challenges and all that, and then every so often just a wave of enemies will come at you, and you just have to kick the shit out of them as Wario. And you have kind of a, like, unique moveset. Like, you can punch, you can grab and throw, you can also pile drive enemies and butt drop and, like, stomp enemies, and then you also Mm -hmm. have a move where you grab enemies and then just sort of spin around as, like, a tornado and just smash them into other people. Um... Actually, Wario's recovery in the Smash Brothers game where he does a little corkscrew move, it came from this game. Like, that's an unlockable ability that you have where you can, like, corkscrew into people. Yeah. And it was, like, it was a fun game. It was kind of short, but, like, there were a ton of collectibles, so you could replay the levels trying to, like, hunt down everything because you're looking for, like a magic sprite who's kidnapped and trapped in every level. There's red diamonds in every level. And then every level has eight pieces of a golden Wario statue. And if you find all of those, like it increases your health meter. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the the idea of a platformer beat-em-up like, somehow seems absolutely perfect for Wario as a character. Absolutely. And so yeah, they, I mean, they retained the stuff that's central to Wario. Treasure collecting uh, was... You know, was the game in any way gross? 
because uh, that would that would be like the other tenant. Like Wario, it's like you know, kind of strong asshole, uh, loves treasure and is gross. Uh, I feel if the game had all those things, then yes, you've got a, a quintessential 3D Wario game. See, maybe that's what it was. It wasn't like overly gross. So, like, if they added a fart attack, maybe it would be perfect. Right. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, I, I don't want to just seem crass, but like, yes, that's what <laughs> that's what it needs. Like, yeah, you look at the you know, like the level names in like uh, Wario Land Shake It. They'd fully leaned into the farting by then. Like, they had like Windbreak Bay and the Airy Tail Castle, and you know, it's just all farts and Wario shit. And it's like. Yeah, cool. This is this is Wario's stuff, man. He, you know, he does, you know, Wario's all about the butt, and you know, they, oh, is he? They, maybe they just didn't quite get that note over to Treasure. Like, you know, Treasure's like, all right, cool. Yeah, we got this great beat him, and then they get it back to Shiggy. He's like, hey, 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 hold on, hold on now. Where's the butt stuff? Where's the like, butt stuff? Uh, <laughs> Do show a picture of Shiggy that's saying, hey, "Where's the butt stuff?" Just picture Shiggy like disappointedly pointing at a picture of Wario and just being like, "Hey, Goober, where's the butt stuff?" Was he Brian Regan? <laughs> I'm thinking Shiggy of like Regan. that'd be a great ad campaign for like a sex store. <laughs> a, pa- a parody of Where's the Beef, but Where's the Butt Stuff? <laughs> where's the Butt Stuff? Particularly Johnny, keep if it, it on is Wario. Year old lady. Yeah. Particularly where's if it's the butt old, stuff? and it's an old Japanese man, and all the butt stuff is Wario themed somehow. So just the nastiest sex store in Tokyo. Um, but, oh, perfect! Uh, Wario's uh, butt dungeon. Our new new Patreon goal: open up a butt stuff store in Tokyo. Oh no, we just go visit the nastiest sex store in Tokyo. No, we start the nastiest <laughs> sex store in Tokyo. Oh man, it's gonna get fucking gross in there. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> God, um. My mind's just going on butt stuff. I don't want to expose myself too greatly here. <laughs> uh, show, eh? But yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I wanted to play this because everything I read about it, it's, it was a strange thing in the reviews. It's like, this game's fucking awesome. It's super fun, and you'll have a great time with it, but it's going to be over in like four hours, so like, don't buy it. I'm like, what? Oh no! <laughs> like, wait, what should I do? <laughs> And yeah, this is one of those games where it's like, it's a really good game, it's really entertaining, and it's a lot of fun for an afternoon to a weekend. Yeah. But like, after that, no, you're, you're pretty much good. Right, and somehow I just never rented it, just, you know, completely overlooked it, and then, you know, here we are years later, and it's like, oh yeah, fuck, I never did play that. But like, I hear it's fine for the short time that you get to spend with it, so, you know, it's kind of like, like butt, butt stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It's WarioWare or Wario World. It's butt stuff the game. It's just uh <laughs> Johnny, I'm looking for the quote. sound here, man. What's wrong with you? Fine, I, fuck uh, it. Yeah. I don't know what sounds for that. I don't know. Uh, for butt stuff? No, let's uh oh, God, let's go with space. Man God um, damn it. If you do butt stuff correctly, there there is space. So <laughs> Also, you don't have you any do, fart sounds? You do butt stuff with your friends. Now, maybe that's the butt stuff sound. Yeah. When you, you do butt I don't stuff, know, Pepsi does, Man turns up. Yeah, I don't know, does Pepsi uh, make lube? <laughs> oh, just imagine somebody like explaining to Pepsi Man that they were going to do some butt stuff, but then they got really thirsty for Pepsi, and they need some Pepsi before they can finish doing their butt <laughs> stuff. Pepsi Man!
Pepsi Man, this orgy's running dry. <laughs> Please get these people delicious Pepsi. Refreshing Pepsi. <laughs> the sleepiest orgy I've ever been to. They need some caffeine. They must be refreshed with Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi Man! <laughs> Honey, I've, I've got this butt plug. It's all lubed up and ready, but I don't know. Since my mouth is parched. I'm That's so just a thirsty. can of Pepsi, David. That's not a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Um, I'm just realizing though how much it'd be great to have a Pepsi Man Wario crossover. Like, yeah, <laughs> just that's two flavors that go together great. <laughs> Pepsi <Yeah>. and butts. <laughs> oh man, this is a good show. <laughs> anyway. See, now I'm thinking about like how much I don't want that because I'm imagining Wario <laughs> in the in the Pepsi Man like skin yes! tight one piece. Yeah! Stupid sexy yes. Wario. Oh, yeah, exactly. You just and you're overcome by how sexy it is. Pepsi overcome. man, more like sexy man. <laughs> Ugh. Talk about Wario. <laughs> <laughs> David, anything else? Oh, sexy Pepsi Wario and uh, uh stuff. Wario World <laughs> No, this game was pretty fun. <laughs> It's worth <laughs> tracking down. I bet Pepsi it man. Is. Oh, God, I yeah, you know, uh, I'd love it. So yeah, Johnny, uh, call Pepsi Man and have him send us over to the next game, man. I'm I'm thirsty. Game three. Right, guys so this game had a problem during development um they wanted uh, the main character to not be they wanted the game to be not be too violent so they gave the lead character a hammer instead of say like you know a gun or anything like that but it led to an awkward situation when they realized that um the ice level had seals and it led to the character clubbing seals and so they had to make a last minute change uh and it's it's pretty obvious in the final game that they were they were originally seals
Frank, guys, who's uh, got some answers? Is this your game, or is this the It's a request? fan request from Kiladon on Discord. Alright, let's see here. We've got... We've got Jesse with Nintendo's seal of quality. Uh, John says Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and David has the correct answer of Donald <laughs> Duck the Lucky Dime Caper. Is that Crystal Pepsi Chronicles? Hey, yeah. Okay, so in a big way. Let, let's just go back to Pepsi Man and Butt stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Johnny, but we have to do with Donald Duck voices. <laughs> you need to tell us everything you know about the Lucky Dime Caper starring Donald Duck. You're the one that took this request. You must speak to it. <laughs> All right. So it is a Game Gear and Master System game. Um, it the, the the plot of the game is that Scrooge McDuck has given Huey Do Huey Dewey and Louie is that, are those yeah Huey Dewey and Louie each a lucky dime uh, because Scrooge famously made his fortune off of a single dime uh, and fuck him <laughs> right bullshit <laughs> whoa 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 fuck Scrooge McDuck? No! Scrooge McDuck is amazing! Scrooge McDuck is a badass and one of the greatest adventurers of our time. I don't believe that he made his fortune off of one dime. That's some bullshit. No, he, 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 he definitely got an inheritance from somebody. At no some kidding. Point. Yeah, his, no, his father but... left him a bunch of fucking money. Scrooge McDuck is probably just, you know, he's probably just run a bunch of failing businesses and, you know, he's getting by <laughs> no, on you... name recognition alone. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. Do you seriously not know the story of Scrooge McDuck? Because, like, he came over to America as a poor Scottish no. immigrant, he was a shoe shiner, and he earned, like, one dime, and decided, like, he was gonna work hard to earn more, and that's how he got his fortune. Uh-huh. I believe it. No, I've heard this- I've heard the stories. Uh, I believe he coined the phrase, work smarter, not harder. And came up with a shoe shine mechanism where he could sit on a bike and shine like 10 shoes at once. Or five pairs, if you will. Um, but, no. So this is the Lucky Dime Caper for the Sega Master System Sega, Sega Game Gear. Um, basically, Sega was working on Quackshot for the Sega Genesis. Wanted to have a Master System Game Gear version. Uh, but you couldn't just do a straight port of that game. Because I think it had a, lot, a little bit too much going on for a Game Gear to handle. So they kind of toned it and dialed down a little bit. Uh, so you got Quackshot. And yes, if you look up footage of the ice levels, they're these weird monster-looking things that were clearly seals in a previous version of the game. And they just changed the sprite a little bit to try to make them not look like seals, because, yeah, Disney realized, like, oh shit, we're going to have a game where Donald Duck clubs seals. That's not a good look. We probably, <laughs> you know, like, we don't want that. Because uh, Disney was... Um, Pretty famously like, against clubbing seals games, and they had a lot of stipulations. <laughs> yeah, Disney yeah. was prone to hot takes, and one of their hot takes was it's bad to club seals. <laughs> well, so, something I—it's like little things I never noticed, right? Like in Castle of Illusion, you don't have lives; you have tries because they don't want to like admit that Mickey Mouse dies in the game. Like well, he, he doesn't. doesn't die; you just get another try. Right? And they're like Michael Jackson. They don't want to endorse any sort of belief in the occult. So it's, you know, he didn't die and was resurrected. And Mickey Mouse is never in Thriller. So, yeah. <laughs> good. He's, he's better off. Because exactly. there's some weird yeah, stuff that was going a good, down. That was a good choice. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, so uh, the the antagonist game is uh, w the evil witch Magica Dispel. Oh yeah, who I remember. kidnaps Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and you have to go and uh, save them, get the dimes back. And so the gem tie-in is that there is a gem collectible in this game that gives you a bunch of points. They're pretty rare. Um, I was gonna say, seems like the game. It's not about gems at all. It seems like it's about. 30 cents worth of dimes. It's, yeah. Are you sure it's about gems? I think there's a secret fourth dime that you get, and that's how you turn it into Whoa! Super Donald. <laughs> Hold the click, phone. 40 yeah, click wow. cents. You collect all four chaos dimes. Yeah, you get the dimes up to level 99, and, like, and you, you know, the summon changes. You, no, you uh. collect all the dimes, you get one long-distance call. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the whole game. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just oh, amazed God. at the idea of turning into, like, Super Duck and not Gizmo Duck. Well, that's a whole other duck. Yeah. Yeah. Why would he turn Please. into someone else? Right. Well, like, maybe he loans you the armor. You know, Huey Dewey really need to form like Voltron, and then Donald Duck rides them or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I would, there, there is a four, there's a fourth lucky dime that you click at some point. I can't... I don't know if Magicka stole it from Donald or from Scrooge, but there is a fourth lucky dime... It's not very well explained, I don't think. Uh, I, I read a lot of game facts trying to figure this out, wh where the fourth time comes from. Huh. Uh, one game fact. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's one guy who wrote one walkthrough for this game on GameFacts.com. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it Caledon? It was. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking game, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's that's our it, fan request. I'm fine moving on. To be honest. Well, you have the soundboard. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say. I, I do. I, I think he got his forty cents worth. Uh, All right. Yeah. Thanks, Cal, for the request. <laughs> Game four.
So I apologize, guys, for the trivia on this one. Uh, looking up trivia that didn't involve the characters or the settings or the uh, gems in this game uh, and therefore would give away the game was uh, nearly impossible. So uh, I was thumbing through this game's manual prior to the show, and this game's manual offers hints by calling 1-900-680-CLUE for 79 cents per minute for a pre-recorded hint or 99 cents per minute for live game counseling. So, how's everybody feeling? Johnny, did you even write anything down? Yes. Yes, I, I did. I just realized that your poster is a clue. Is it? Oh, I shit. <laughs> oh, look, Johnny says, Wario World. Jesus Christ, Jesse. Jesse is <laughs> strong. 
one of the lunest drawings we've ever had on the show. Sadly incorrect. And David says, Solomon's Key. Also sadly incorrect. No, this is a uh, fantastic game for the, of the S- NES. Yes, thank you, Jesse. Say it, say it again for those in the back. War of the Gems. <laughs> yes. It's... Uh... Yes, more, uh, more specifically, it's Marvel Superheroes in War of the Gems for the Super Nintendo. Um... What a game this is, man! Uh, Jesse, you, uh, you ever play this one? A little bit. It's um, it's not awful. Fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's for, uh, beautiful. For, for <laughs> SNES owners in 1996, it was pretty. Uh, it was okay. Like it was definitely like a worthwhile rental. Uh, you know, system was you know waning. Everybody was you know all you know looking forward to that uh, that Nintendo 64. But then it's like, hey, check it out! Here comes a game where you can play as like five gorgeous looking Marvel superheroes. You got your Spidey, your Iron Man, your Hulk, Captain America, and uh, the fifth one who I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, uh, fuck, who's the f- Wolverine? It had to have been Wolverine. Oh yeah, it's fucking Wolverine. I was gonna say, why am I suddenly blanking on this? <laughs> uh, I mean, shit. if it's a if it's a Marvel thing in the '90s, Wolverine is involved, right? Like, the, for exactly. sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there's it, it uh, you know those those great big sprites, and you just uh, it's just simple side scrolling, beating shit up game. Like uh, Adam Warlock turns up, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I know you guys don't know me, but." We got a problem. It's these things. The Infinity Gems, the, I think they're on Earth. And you guys probably want to check on that because they'll cause, like, untold destruction. Uh, you, you really want to secure these gems. And, you know, to that end, he gives you four places to go look for the gems. And, uh, yeah, I, I love that premise. Like, I don't, uh, you know, I'm Adam Warlock, all-knowing, like, Space Warlock. I don't know exactly where these gems are, but let me give you a rundown of like yeah. where I think they might be. And you know, I just yeah, I look picturing that like you know, okay, you're Captain America and Adam Warlock. It's like all right, it could be at you know somewhere in Alaska. It could be at Doctor Doom's mansion. It another one might be at the aquarium in Boston. And then <laughs> you know the last like <laughs> the last one is you know somewhere else. And, you know, you have to go find them yourselves, and it's like, wait a minute. There's a big hint as to whether or not there's an Infinity Gym. Like, if you get to the Boston Aquarium, and it's just a nice day at the Aquarium, probably not an Infinity (laughs) Infinity Gym around there. (laughs) Like, if you get there and there's, like, Doppelganger, Iron Man, and, like, Hawkeye's fighting you, then, yeah, there's probably an Infinity Gym around. It's just, it's... uh, (laughs) It, it's a funny premise. Like, you better go check these out. There might be a gym there. It's like, a couple of these places are real dull. It's like an old mine. <laughs> you know, like, and it, you, you really think it's going to be in the old mine? Or, like, in Mount Vesuvius? Like, <laughs> we can't pinpoint these a little bit? Ah, fuck it. So, you go and investigate these places and start recovering gems. And you got to fight villains. Uh, you get to fight Doctor Doom and some guy named, like, uh, Magus? Magus? I never know how to pronounce that name. How do you pronounce the name of the guy from Chrono Trigger? I always say Magus. Magus. Okay, I'm going with that too. So there's a Marvel Magus apparently, and he's uh, it's well, not the like one from Chrono the, Trigger. The game with the little balls that you roll around. 
Exactly. Marvel the Marvel Magus. Magus. <laughs> See, uh, I thought it's like, yeah, you fight this guy, Ma- Magus, Magus, Ma- I, I believe it's Magnus, and he prefers yeah. Magneto. Yeah, that's Mag-fucking-Nito to you. <laughs> Uh, get it right. It sounds like that if Adam Warlock knows like vague directions of where these gems might be, he could just kind of like get them. I mean, one would think, or he could like send a guy. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know who Adam Warlock's homies with, but like Silver Surfer comes to mind. Just send him. Yeah, Silver <laughs> Surfer would be very. <laughs> useful oh god could you imagine if there was a marvel game come out in the 1990s for the super nintendo where he got to play as adam warlock and pip the troll like everyone would just be like cool who the fuck is this (laughs) yeah Yeah, no that's yeah that's kind of how it felt like you know this game needed something like that like adam warlock is a good you know mission guy but like you need somebody obscure in that list like i i like that it's like the five most popular guys even though it was was iron man one of the most popular guys in like the mid 90s no 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 good i didn't think so was cap even one of the most popular guys when when john favreau was like hey i'm making an iron man movie like a lot of people were like who and like well fox has the x-men so we're just gonna try this guy and they're like okay um Enjoy your bomb. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you um, showed them. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. And time has proven them all right. It's, you know, turns out terrible, terrible movies, totally unsuccessful. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, it just seems like it would have been. Yeah, you know, I guess there was already a game where you could play as like Vision or like I don't know, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, something like that. It's you know, feel like uh, feel like game needed a little something more than Spidey, Wolverine, Iron Man, Cap, and the Hulk. But yeah, it, it's uh, it's cool. It, like I said, it's just side scroll and beat 'em up, and you get to fight villains. Uh, you get to fight Nebula and Thanos eventually. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, oh sorry, spoilers for uh, War of the Gems. There's this guy, Thanos. Who's that? He he really huh. wants the gems. What for? Hmm. You know, I I don't know. He was pretty unclear about it. It was something about just wanting to kill everything. Uh, oh, so it, okay, typical yeah. villain. Very, yeah. No, yeah, he wasn't right at all. He's just your typical villain. Um, God, does the but, game actually go into like the comic explanation where it's like, I must have the gems to wipe out half life in the universe? Why? Because I want to fuck this skeleton girl. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I want to fuck death. <laughs> I want to fuck what? the living embodiment of death in the universe. Like, that, I get it. Oh, oh, wait, Johnny, Johnny doesn't, doesn't know, know that. <laughs> so yeah, um. In in Marvel Comics, uh, there is an actual death. Uh, she is a representation of death as an entity. It is a female, and Thanos is, like, in romantic love. So to prove how much he is devoted, he gets the Infinity Stones and kills half of the life in the universe. Yeah, was, that was all deleted wow. scenes for Endgame. Yeah, I was going to say, why was that not in, like... Honestly, that's the, that's the thing that really... I mean, I love Endgame, don't get me wrong. But, like, at that point, why not throw it in? <laughs> like, you've got people on the hook. It's the 25th movie or whatever. Put in the death-fucking stuff. Like, you know. Yeah, I actually honestly thought that they were going to have Hel- Hela from Ragnarok yeah. like be their representation <laughs> of death. And, like, Thanos loved Hela, so he wanted to kill people to fuck that. Because, I... let's be real... If you could wipe out half the universe to fuck Gate Planchette, I mean, 
I would. As long as she keeps the headdress on. <laughs> well, I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, just, you know, fucking stab me repeatedly. Fucking, <laughs> you know, oh, God. I would just let her straight murder my ass. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it's, uh, none of that's in the game, unfortunately. It's more like just Adam Warlock being like, your next mission is in Mount Vesuvius. It's a volcano. It's like, thanks, Adam. Uh, you know, this is Earth. I know that. You don't need to tell me what Mount Vesuvius is. You're not from here. Uh, what the fuck? But it's pretty cool. You know, you start collecting the gems, and obviously then you can go and do missions and, like, possess a gem. So, like, uh, they'll let you, you know, like, the power stone makes you stronger, and the, the space one makes you, I guess, just jump higher. It's it's not perfect. Like, <laughs> the time one, it instead of, like, the enemies being slow, you're fast. So, like, your movement speed's just, like, extra fast. You know, so they're, they're trying to have some fun. And I guess uh, some people gave this game some shit because, uh, and I, I, you know, I don't have enough memories of this to really compare, but like it came out at the same time as just the first Marvel superheroes, like the arcade game, which, you know, David, correct me if I'm wrong, was that not a fighting game? I thought that was a fighting game. I believe it was, yeah. Marvel superheroes was a fighting game by Capcom. Okay, because yeah, you know, like things I read about, it, it's like this shares a lot of the plot points with you know Marvel superheroes, but it's a side-scrolling beat 'em up instead of a you know like fighting type game. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Like, I guess Super Nintendo wouldn't be able to do justice to that level of arcade uh, fighting game quality at the time, but they should have tried. But uh, the game that you know they made, it's pretty fun. Uh, you know, because I, I just love these characters. It was, uh, you know, it's simple, uh, simple Marvel times. And, you know, they just, they, they brought out their ringers. They didn't try anything too crazy. You know, I don't know. It's, uh, the game has gems. Uh, you know, I, I literally vacillated, you know, between picking this or picking Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite for this show. And man, when you, you go ahead and listen to that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite soundtrack, and it's just like, it's a fucking bummer. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to pick... I'd rather pick the game that I have, like, one vaguely positive memory of than the game that I didn't play and is a total fucking bummer. So, you know, sorry, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. You remain a fucking fiasco of a bummer. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I will never forgive that game for doing away with Capcom's... Uh, themes for the Marvel characters like the character themes that were previously in like Marvel vs. Capcom and uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and all that gone replaced with bland like MCU style songs for each of the Marvel characters and man they just they lost something you, you know it made you know I was like you know listening to it and I'm thinking like wow you know these suck and then it got me thinking <laughs> how much better the, the movies would have been if they had been scored with the Capcom Marvel character themes, like, <laughs> you know, if fucking... Oh my when, god. In, like, Endgame, when uh, when Cap lifts the hammer, like, if it started playing his fucking Marvel vs. Capcom theme, it'd be like, yeah, I would have fucking... I would have fallen out, man. <laughs> like, it would have I would have freaked the fuck out. And then as all the portals open and all the fucking people start coming out, if you hear little shots of their themes and... Oh, you know... Just God, could you just imagine, like, as the portals slowly open and everyone comes out, you just hear, like, drums slowly rolling, and then, <clears throat> I'm gonna take you for a ride. Yeah, see, that's, <laughs> that was where that I was ultimately amazing. going with that. <laughs> oh, I'm almost it's, had a heart attack. 
He still never says Avengers Assemble. He just says, you know, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> and then that's when they fight. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Right, so I got some video editing to do. I'll be up late tonight. Thank you, John. <laughs> that's going to be so much better than my shitty Green Book videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are great. Uh, we we need to do more nonsense video game music videos for our YouTube channel. Anyway, uh, War of the Gems, pretty fun. Uh, you know, not not a bad way to spend uh, a little bit of time in the MCU or the M, the Marvel Super Nintendo Entertainment the the uh, MSNES U, um, the SNESU. Yeah, the the MSNESU, <laughs> of course. Bless you. Because <laughs> 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 Um. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's a fine game. It's yeah, you know, it's nothing. Uh, nothing. Not gonna blow your hair back. Uh, I'd I'd rent it, maybe not buy it. Uh, that's the advice I would give to you in 1996. Uh, and I also, I you know, sorry to speak to the trivia real quick. Don't call the 900 number. <laughs> like, <laughs> what happens? Can we do that live? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, you know, Johnny, Ooh. can we do that? Can we call that 900 number right now, live on the show? <laughs> I don't have a great way to patch that in. Uh. <laughs> I don't even want to know what that is, but if it's some guy, if it's pre-recorded Capcom messages coaching you on fucking how to play War of the Gems after 24 years, what is I'll the be number? pretty fucking impressed. one 680 clue He's doing it, folks. Oh, we'll see what happens. I'll put it on speakerphone. Yeah. Yeah, put it on speakerphone, hold it to the mic. I think it'll work. You are John, attempting to use has been restricted or is unavailable. Please Aww. contact customer care for assistance. Message FL2065. Jesse, you have to you have to turn off the parental controls. Your, your parents oh. didn't give you permission to make 900 <laughs> <Damn>. number calls. <laughs> I knew it was something. You were supposed to ask your parents before you called, man. Oh. It's 79 cents a minute. <laughs> Let me call them. God, <laughs> now I'll call my parents on speakerphone. Hey, <laughs> Dad, this is complicated. You're probably asleep, but can I call a 900 number? <laughs> There's layers to this, uh, this. What's going on here? But you are live on the internet, and I'm asking you for permission to make a 900 call. <laughs> Jesse, you're a very grown man. Fuck off. What's your credit card number? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna need to make a collect call to you. Three-way call in this 900 number. <laughs> I need you to so, press the dial tones for me. You accept the charges. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's the War of the Gems, baby. Yeah, the real War of the Gems was getting your parents to make, let you make a 900 call. <laughs> that went places. Oh, fuck yeah! Great game. Uh, great tunes. Um, shit. Shout out to the uh, composer uh, Takane. Uh, shit. It's. I, I had it memorized, and then I didn't. Sorry, because he also did some other games that we've played before. Uh, yeah, shout out to composer Takane Okubo. Uh, sadly, most notably on this show, known for Sim Ant. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Also known for several other, you know, perfectly fine games that uh, that we you know may or may not feature on the show at some point. So yeah, uh, great soundtrack uh, to a just fine game. And uh, Johnny, dial that 900 number and see what we got for game five. Game five.
right, guys. Uh, so the idea that prompted the creation of this game was originated in a game jam in which one of the game developers um, developed a game in which the character that would later become like the main character in this game has to kill kill bugs to stave off starvation. Uh, the game was considered the original game, the game jam game was considered not very good and holds a one out of five star rating on Newgrounds. guys like any more trivia please uh let's see here so the the developers from that original you know game jam went to go participate in another game jam called beneath the service but they missed the deadline but the concept of beneath the service gave them the idea to create a game with an underground setting uh a deep old kingdom and insect characters Let's see, Jesse has a bunch of, I think, dicks in space? SPACE! Or dick-shaped sperm? I don't know. 
John's got an answer up. I'm going to wait on David before I announce this one. Uh, David says, fuck me sideways. Nope, I'm not going to do that, David. You're my friend. John says, Hollow Knight, which is correct. God damn it! Oh, we finally used this it. Is, this is Hollow Knight. Um, and surprise, I've played this. I've played this for what? like 75 hours. What? Uh, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really, really enjoyed Hollow Knight. Um, like, as much as I don't like games of story, I kind of like this game because there's not a lot of cutscenes you have to sit through. The story kind of gets told to you in bits and pieces of, like, lore throughout the game. And the lore is pretty good and all that, but what I was really in this for was the, the overall action and control of the game and... And, and that kind of thing. And I, I do there's I do have a soft spot for in my heart for games with like secret bosses and secret power ups and things like that. And this game has that in spades. There's like I think there's three endings to the original game and then there's an expansion that adds two more endings and there's optional bosses, you know, that you can just skip if you don't feel like doing it, it's fine. Or you can go do it and get, you know, the mega power up that makes, you know, the game better. Or the game easier. And um it's got a pretty interesting power-up system uh, where you collect charms and you equip charms and that gives you new abilities. Um, you know, there's like there's one that will make your sword longer. There's one that will, you know, there's one that just is just like your standard like, oh, you do more damage or like run faster. And then there's um, you, there's one that alters other abilities like they can interact with each other, which is an interesting mechanic. So like you have a uh, kind of like a magic missile style ability and there's one power up that'll turn it into like a giant worm that you shoot at people it, it or a bunch of worms um, it's it's a, it's neat it's fun and I really enjoy the boss fights in this game I think the boss fights are particularly just interesting and entertaining have you guys played Hollow Knight? no I'd like you to tell me something specific about one of those boss fights I, yeah, so I'll go ahead, Jesse. I would say I haven't played it yet, but I have the opportunity, and I'm not sure if I should. It's it's good. The art is beautiful. I love the art, um, and I love the overall tone of the game. It's it starts as like the music's kind of hollow, which like that first song huh. I played was kind of like trying to evoke a sense of like emptiness, right? And as you go on, it kind of gets more and more filled, and, and events tend to have like the more like you know energetic music. Um, that second song was a boss fight against the Dung Defender, which is a dung, a giant dung beetle that you fight. Everybody's bugs in this game. You fight a dung beetle, and he is very much like Artie, the strongest man in the world. Like, he looks like he's wearing an old-fashioned 1920s full-body swimsuit, right? He's not. He's just a dung beetle, but, like, it, it, he almost looks like that. And he, like swims through the dung in the battle that you fight and then he like pops up and you know spins up dung balls and throws them around and it's in his whole attitude as you fight him is he's kind of like ha 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 like he's ha he seems to be having a good time fighting you it's really it's a funny boss uh battle um it's got some joke boss battles which are good too like there's a, a coliseum you know part of the game where you fight um like a gauntlet of enemies and it ends with this one guy who throughout the game has been claiming to be like the world's greatest warrior, the Mighty Zote. And then you fight him and he's just like, he can't actually hit you. <laughs> like, like he's really terrible. <laughs> I like that. 
Yeah. I appreciate it, a game with a sense of humor. But then, so here's the fun thing, and this is where you get into all the like secret like things linking up. There's like a bug character, and if you save her, she kind of gets a crush on you. Like, in the, like she goes to the main village, and when you run into her again, she's, she's like clearly the crush on you. If you save the mighty Zote, um, then he meets up with her in the village, and she like builds a statue to him. And part of this game has a whole thing about fighting people in their dreams. So she builds a statue to him in her house, and if you hit it with your dream nail, which is how you fight things in their dreams, you get to fight the dream version of Mighty Zote, which is how the girl matches him, and he's actually like a really hard boss. <laughs> like he's like huge and really kind of kicks your ass. And um, like every boss when they show up has an intro, and most of them when they show up it just says the boss name, but, but Mighty Zote shows up with like, it shows his name, and then underneath of it like terrifying, beautiful. <laughs> like it's. It's it's real it's pretty funny when he shows up you're like oh god <laughs> like oh shit great warrior's out he's gonna fuck me up man Johnny I'm impressed I yeah yeah I can swear you were bullshitting I uh, <laughs> I did not think for one second you played this game seventy five hours on record <laughs> I mean why the fuck like how has that not come up before like we we've talked about this game before this is the game that defined a genre. And you, you didn't say that you played this game for 75 hours last time we fucking talked about it. Yeah, no, come on. I, I played, I've played, um, I've played this game in the past, like, two months. Um, oh, okay. Shit. So, <laughs> you just quietly, in the last couple of months, picked up a game, played uh -huh. it for 75 hours, didn't tell us once until just now. <laughs> yeah. And didn't feature it on the show prior to this. No. Johnny, this is baffling behavior. Jesse so, yeah, the features the game sick. that he plays on the show every single week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You, you, you've been just holding out on us this whole time. You've been secretly actually playing a game. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you don't play games. That's kind of your no. thing on the show. Like, you know, you buy, like, one or two games a year. And so you yeah. chose this instead of Streets of Rage 4 as your game for this year. Yeah. Well, and what gets me about this is... He, he has been playing this game for 75 hours across the last two months, looking for a chance to feature it on the show, and we had to feed him this theme. Right. It's well, not no. like you thought of this theme as an excuse to bring up this game. I wasn't uh, I wasn't looking to feature this game on the show. I was just playing it because I wanted to play a game. That's well, yeah, yeah, but works, buddy. <laughs> no, Johnny, we, yeah, only... we only play games for Game That Tune at yeah. this point. Not for our own enjoyment anymore. <laughs> No, I just I just find it baffling that you know, you've actually been playing a game and you played so close to the vest that we didn't know you actually were playing a game at some point this year. Like it's uh, it's not like a Sonic ROM hack, and it's not <laughs> it's not Streets of Rage Four. So like, why would you be playing this? It's just it's. I'm glad to know that you do play a game. <laughs> yeah, because this again, it's a great game. It's a it's a fucking wonderful genre defining game of exploration based platforming, and you unlock new areas using skills acquired throughout the game. You do some backtracking and some exploring. It, you know, it, yeah. it's it the you know the name Hollow Knight, you know, rings out in this this genre. There's no other games that are, have ever been like this. The uh, yeah, I don't think that's it, true. I'm pretty sure should, this is should... just a Metroidvania. We should create a term like action platformer exploration games with backtracking. We should just call them Hollow Knights. Yeah, you know, Hollow <laughs> like Knight they are, or or they like are, Hollow Knight like. Um. They should they should be like inducted into a round table of Hollow Knights. Mm -hmm. 
truly they they should and sh you know i i uh, i approve of that yeah we uh yeah i don't know that other people use this term but there's never been a game like this before and it's just you know it's it's wild all games in the future will be compared to hollow knight so it's, yeah uh, i i definitely like i got into this game i read a i like i i got um I want to know more about the lore because I really kind of didn't pay attention to a lot of it as I played. No, who would? Because I really I'm really bad at that part. So right. then I I found I found a great summary. It was like a 20 paragraph summary. So you put in 75 hours on the game and then you read the novelization of Hollow Knight. <laughs> 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 oh God! Read the graphic novel, I assume. Yeah. Goes in deep on yeah. those themes. But yeah, it's just it's a it's just a great game. I just ah, I love it. I love the whole. So I didn't even get into like how it controls, which is probably the best like the best part. Like it's using it's very a controller. Good. I agree. No, like they when you they it's it the controls are like tight and your abilities are s sweet. In <laughs> like it's if you get hit it's because like you fucked up huh. <laughs> like you you know you you had the ability to avoid that hit because you, you like if you you just it's hard to explain it it is hard to just, explain because you just explained it as the controls are tight and the abilities are sweet uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna need more than your sixth grade tropicana speech contest entry on this one john like what the fuck <laughs> uh <sighs> man and yeah i just no, explain I, why they're tight and sweet <laughs> <laughs> you know like so you don't accelerate or decelerate it, it plays kind of like Mega Man x right like you you have a dash ability that you unlock um you always run at the con at a constant speed if you stop you do a dead stop um cool. you can you can you know when you dash you can dash in the air uh and you can do things like um, bounce off of enemies and spikes by doing a downward slash attack, right? So right. you can use that to kind of bounce up into things. Like, I wound up finding a secret boss early, and I didn't realize it was early because I was supposed to come back after getting the wall climbing ability because there was basically two walls with spikes and you have to avoid the spikes, get up, because if you get spikes, it's like an instant death. And I managed, like use my 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 weapon jump my nail jump to get up there anyways without the ability i was actually supposed to have and Damn. i was like yeah i guess that's how you do it because at this point i hadn't read anything anything about the game and i didn't know there was a wall grab ability you could get later nice so then i got that i was like son of a bitch <laughs> i could have just like used this so God, did, did, did i just sequence break right exactly <laughs> yeah wow johnny sequence break up in here this is uh, it's fucking crazy. So, do you get your ass kicked by that boss? I did, absolutely did. I I just gave up. <laughs> get in there. He's like, like, wait a minute, this. you're not supposed to be here. You can't even climb on walls. <laughs> he just fucking thrashes your ass on the floor. Yeah. Um, man, Johnny, I you know again, I'm you know I hate to just be shocked by the fact that you've actually played this game, but I'm I'm very proud of you. Uh, yeah, it's uh. It only happens once a year that I'm proud of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Soak it up. <laughs> Man. Um, anything else on Hollow Knight, this delightful game of uh, cartoonish bug killing and uh, delightful music? Yeah, the sound... Uh, the, the music is is great. I love the music. Um, the, uh, the, the composer, shout out to Christopher Larkin, 
did a great job of like setting the tone throughout the game it's it's really good mm-hmm. and yeah lots of side quests lots of optional shit you know it's very open-ended which is i like it i just explore at my own pace figure things out off i go yeah right it's good sounds good man i you know it's uh it's one that i know i should pick up at some point but i don't know if you can just casually drop 75 hours into it and you know i don't know not tell anybody uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah i don't know if i need a game that's that uh, that awesome and addictive in my life right now but yeah who knows maybe yeah who knows what i have time for anymore time is meaningless anyway johnny uh that said it's time to start the calculating computer there you go. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Leaps. Leaps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Fleming. Yeah! Great job, David. What a show you had. Um, Thanks. Yeah, more specifically, what a show the both of us had. And you uploaded bonus tunes, my man. So, uh, you know, congratulations. You get the uh, the privilege of closing the show. Uh, you know, great, uh, great game, a great night, everybody. What a what a fun, what an odd fun group of games this turned out to be. Wow. Uh, you know, we had, dare I say, some real gems. Ah. Um. Oh ho. Nah, I shouldn't have done. It. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna quit the show now. No. Um, <laughs> but not before asking David. To pick a theme for next week's episode. David, what you got in mind, my man? Well, you know, I was thinking um, throughout this episode, you know, we had games on consoles. We had games on PC. um, But I feel like there's something that we're missing here. And I think next theme should be arcade games. Hmm. Hmm. You know? David, I support that. Uh, yeah, I was, I was almost thinking of the same theme because, like, as I'm, you know, getting my like War of the Gems on, everybody, you know, everything I was reading about it, they were like, yeah, this should, you know, it's good, but it could be Marvel superheroes. I'm like, yeah, this would be better in the arcade. Ooh, arcade games is a good theme we haven't done in a while. So, uh, man, me and you, not only on the same page, same a number of points. Uh, you know, you and me, David, do we have a little mind melt going right now? We we got this. A little Star Trek Vulcan mind melt. Oh, man, are we tying the whole goddamn show together right now? David, did you sequence break this show and arrive at this ending and this theme before you were supposed to? Oh, man. I mean, I think the only way we could describe this show would be to say this episode is a hollow night. (laughs) Damn, he did it, y'all. David brought it home. So yeah, uh, you know, arcade games. What a fantastic theme we're gonna have on next week's episode. So, uh, thank you everybody so much for listening tonight. Thank you for everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Uh, thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. We're available at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Listen, enjoy, share it with your friends. Uh, maybe leave a rating or a, a review. Whatever. Just enjoy uh, listening to Game That Tune in podcast form. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune it is the home for our awesome exclusives uh, we've got so much stuff going on over there we've got uh, GTT gems we've got Jesse's covered up series we've got the occasional mixtape we've got our new uh, movie commentaries that come out in audio form and uh, you know for your listening pleasure and if you're a patron over there you get a, get a little link to watch the movie live along with us for your viewing pleasure so 
We uh, we got some serious perks going on over there at Patreon, so we uh, we really would appreciate you guys supporting us there. Uh, special thanks to our super fan tier producers: Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, uh, Chrono, Dominic Guy, Kellyam, Taylor Y, Sam L, and a new Patreon super fan tier uh, producer whose name I didn't clarify before reading it, but uh, uh, he is occasionally in our uh, GTT radio chat. It's Tyler Dewusky. I'm going to clarify that because that feels like some kind of silly childish thing to say. But thank you, Tyler, <laughs> for being a Patreon super fan. Uh, and you know, yeah, if you That's want me to say your username name. like that, if you wanted me to say your username like that, give us uh, give us ten to fifteen bucks a month on Patreon. I'll say whatever you fucking want, baby. So uh, <laughs> yeah, um, thanks to Cal for our uh, request tonight. He sent us his request in Discord. Uh, hit us hit us up there at the request channel in Discord. Or send us your request, GameThatTune, to gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at GameThatTune. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at JGangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JPRegan.jr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. And you can find this week's winner, David Fleming, on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. Hell yeah, David. So, you got the bonus tunes that we all want to hear. So what are you, what are you taking us home with? Uh, closing out with one of my personal favorite arcade games. Um, this is the Donkey Kong Arcade Medley from Smash Brothers. Oh, I was going to say, like, you're closing out with Donkey Kong music. Bold choice, but no, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, hell yeah, man. Great pick. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out, everybody.
Star Trek 25th Anniversary is copyright 1992 Interplay Entertainment. Wario World is copyright 2003 Treasure and Nintendo of America Incorporated. The Lucky Dime Caper starring Donald Duck is copyright 1991 Sega Games Company Limited. Marvel Superheroes in War of the Gems is copyright 1996 Capcom Company Limited. Hollow Knight is copyright 2017 Team Cherry. Yeah. See you guys. It, go go check out go buy Hollow Knight. It's really good. I'm pretty sure it's on Switch now. It is. It's been on Switch for quite some time. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> You're way behind on this, John. Again, it yeah. defined an entire genre of games. I think it's on Game Pass. <laughs> Probably on Game Pass, yeah. Johnny, you really should listen to Game That Tune from time to time. <laughs> <laughs>